It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. You all know what time it is. It's time for To The Max Sports. How you doing today, Brother Bob. I'm doing pretty good. We had a cold front run through. That ended quickly. It's up to, oh my God, 100 <laughs> degrees again. But it was nice while it lasted. If anyone's uh, curious, uh, you know, we talk sports and streaks. Uh, San Antonio set the record. I think they broke the 1962 record of consecutive 100 degree days. I think we went 26 in a row. That's like, you know, th- th- there are records you don't want to break. That's one of them. Like like the record for most consecutive Super Bowls lost for the yeah. Bills. Uh, That's Vi- another Vikings. one. Yeah. Well, that one consecutive, but yeah. Those are records you don't want to have. My Bengals have got two Super Bowls they've lost, so three now. So they're getting up there with the, the uh, they're, they're getting up there, the but- rank and file of teams that have lost <laughs> Super yeah. Bowls. But the Bills were the worst. Possibly well, the best team of the '90s that lost four consecutive. Was it four? It was four consecutive, and that's kind of the thing that everyone, you know, if you're casual and you're a jerk, you look at that streak and you go, "Oh my god, what a bunch of failures!" Dude, I actually put the Bills out there as one of the greatest football teams over a period of time ever. That is an accomplishment to get there four years in a row. Four years in a row is. Is absolutely amazing. But if you talk about the the best teams, uh, you know, you're going to go to the 70s Pittsburgh Steelers. You're going to go to the Dallas Cowboys of the 90s teams that won the Super Bowl. And it's kind of a shame because for all intents and purposes, getting to the Super Bowl four years in a row is pretty much impossible. And I would say in this day and age now, it, it probably will never happen. I mean, the Chiefs have come close. They've come close. I mean, they're playing in a whole bunch of streaky AFC Conference Championship games, but they but they are getting snake bit here and there. So Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, just to stay healthy. And, you know, it's yeah. funny. I, I was going to talk about this later, but since we're on the subject of streaks, uh, I saw another cowboy got arrested. I can't remember his name. I think he's just one of their rank-and-file guys. But this is kind of interesting, Brother Bob, and I want you to tell me if you had to guess which NFL teams have had the most players arrested since the year 2000, what, what team would immediately probably pop up in your head? Uh, Given, given, given where we, I mean, I've seen a lot of, a lot of Cowboys be arrested. Uh, you say the Cowboys, right? Uh, there's part of me that wants to say the Raiders, but I actually think the Raiders are bad boys on the field and have a bad boy image and really don't have that much of a bad boy thing off the field. So I'm going to say the Cowboys. Yeah. And that's who I would have said. They don't even make the top 15. Okay. Who's number, uh, give me number one through three. Okay. So number one. Is the, uh, God, I hope I'm reading this right because I don't have my glasses. Bear with me. This is great radio, man. Okay, so this is right. I just want to make sure. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, 
Okay. They have 25 arrests. San Francisco. Actually, I'm going back. Uh, San Francisco has 26 arrests. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, tied for 13. Okay. Arizona has 27. I would have never guessed that. Okay. New Orleans has 27. There's a tie. Wow. Indianapolis has 29. Yeah, I mean, you're not, I mean, I'm, I'm now at the, I actually pulled this up. Yeah, the Chicago Bears have 31. The Dolphins have 32, which I can kind of maybe understand that being in South Beach, you know, getting a mm. lot of trouble. You know, Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs, 33. The Browns. Right, that makes sense. The Browns, 33. Uh, Seattle, 33. That one actually makes sense to me because I think the Seattle Seahawks are a bunch of thugs. Tampa Bay, 34. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville, 36. That surprised me. Okay. The Bengals being a follower of the Bengals, I was not surprised. 41. 41. No, I, 42. Yeah, 42 was, for the Bengals. Minnesota, 42. 46. Or 46. And then the Broncos. 47. Either way with 47 arrests. Well. So, in that, I, I mean, I, I think if you ask half the country, they would have said, oh, oh. Cowboys number one, definitely in the top five. Don't even make the list. Well, maybe they're. They always get reported on. I mean, they get reported on because they're America's team. And I mean, you you can put a two and two and 14, two and 14 Dallas Cowboys on national TV Mm -hmm. and it still pulls ratings. True. We don't care. So this, this thing is actually, I, I got a bone to pick a little bit with part of this arrest. Part of it was for marijuana. I, I mean, a, yeah, I understand. And, and arrest a, is an arrest and arrest. And a weapon. And, 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 and marijuana, <laughs> you know, they, they knew it was a losing proposition in the NBA. So I think the Players Association, that's in their labor agreement. You you can't get suspended for yeah. small amounts of bud. Yeah. But in the NFL, I think it's still, you know, hence, you know, a lot of those arrests. Well, I mean, I, 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 I think the thing that's going to hurt him is the uh, weapon charge. Which, how do you have an unlawful carrying of a weapon in the state of Texas where we have open carry for anybody? It's got to be pretty hard, but they, they're going to these airports and they're carrying their Glocks or whatever, and, and that's what's getting them. Yeah, but that's a federal charge. This is a state charge. He was arrested by Frisco police, so I don't know what the hell's going on here. But anyway, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on from stupid cowboys, which is almost a redundant statement. <laughs> that's true. Uh, any nope. more football news? Well, I mean, all the speculation right now is where Jonathan Taylor is going to end up. The Indianapolis Colts have laid a deadline for, I guess, it's next Tuesday to trade him. Well, given the fact that Indianapolis is one of the teams that leads in arrests, maybe he'll end up in jail. No, not Jonathan Taylor. No, 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 no I'm, 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 I'm not going to take that bait. Uh, uh, but, but he's another guy that uh, proves that, and we've talked about it ad nauseum, but the running back is not a commodity that's – desired by the NFL anymore is as where we're going to spend our, our time and money and resources. And But if you're a team like the Cowboys, cause they're, they're on the list. If you're a team like the Cowboys, you're going to need it. You need more running backs in that running back room to protect Dak Prescott. I don't think, I think you need a lot more than that to protect Dak Prescott. I mean, they do have that kid they drafted uh, Daniels. Mm-hmm. I know he's like five, five, a buck fifty, but yeah. but he he he's putting up some good numbers in preseason. I mean, I uh, you I, actually need more. I think your 
your strength covering your your uh, bringing in uh, a tight end, bringing in your tight ends to to help protect your quarterback well, more so than running. Well, no, I'm I'm not saying protection from the actual protecting him and blocking. I'm saying you need a viable, good run offense so that you're not putting the game on Dak. I've, I said this to a Cowboys fan friend of mine last week. Well, I think you have that. I think we're, we're really, already, really do you, do pa- we, if Pollard comes back healthy, um, Pollard wasn't the reason. Would you agree Pollard had a very good year last year? Yeah, he had a good okay. year. So how is he responsible for Dak playing, you know, and throwing 15 interceptions or whatever he had last year? You can't put that. And I don't think bringing in another high-priced running back and losing draft picks down the road is is the answer. Um, I mean, t- t- Tony Pollard, Rico Doughty, Deuce Vaughn and Malik Vaughn, Davis sorry, are on the depth are on the depth chart, and you have one guy at fullback, Hunter Lepke. You know, there's, does the, yeah. does that strike you with a whole lot of confidence? Yeah, Pollard's it, good. It, it depends on how where Pollard is in his injury process, his injury <laughs> recovery process. Pollard's good. I don't know if the rest of that running back room is good enough to have a running attack that that takes the pressure off of Dak Prescott to win you a football game. This, this Okay, and we've probably spent way too much time on the Cowboys. We nah, apologize. That. But <laughs> think about this. How good is Prescott actually when you got to talk about taking pressure off of him? This kid's out. He's not a rookie. This was supposed to be your franchise quarterback that you gave, I think, $130 million to. So, you know what? Step up to the big boy plate, Dak. You know, learn to read defenses, learn how to check off, and get it done. Yeah, get I it mean. Get it done or get it, get, go home. I mean, I mean that that's on Dak's head, but. I'm tired of making excuses for the guy. I'm, I'm not tired of making excuses. I'm trying to tell Cowboys fans, if you want to see a winning Cowboys team that has success into the postseason, you need to have something where you're not going to be relying on Dak to win you the game. Dak is not going to win you a Super Bowl, period. The, the best part of watching the Cowboys for me, being a Bengals fan. Is watching from, them lose? Texas, is watching the interesting ways that they lose every single year, every and it's, single game. And it's, it's entertaining. Po- and it's postseason games lately that they're losing. They, they have one of the best records in the NFL in the regular season over the last three years. They get to the postseason and they do weird crap. Well, we got McCarthy now, okay? I mean, everyone's on the line. McCarthy's calling the shots. So we're going to see what happens. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the ending of a quarterback controversy, let's let's go uh, to the Bay. And I guess uh, they've pretty much lost confidence in your trait. Is it Trey Young, right? Trey Young? See, that's that's my bone to pick with all the analysts that, that go down that road with losing confidence in Trey Lance. Lance, I'm sorry. I don't want to say anything. I don't think, and, and, and I've said this when when it was going into the season or going into camp, I always thought Trey Lance was always going to be QB3. I didn't think he'd, it's not that he doesn't deserve to be QB2 or he could be a good QB2 or a good QB1 on a squad. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out and pull some pods from not that long ago when you said he was going to be the starter. I said he was going to be the starter when I didn't think Purdy was going to be totally recovered and back. Purdy's recovery was much faster than I thought it was going to be. Are you surprised who they've named as the starting quarterback? Brock Purdy. And then number two is... Sam Darnold. 
I am not surprised at all. Am I reading somewhere where they named Darnold the, the starter? Nope. No. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He got number two. He got. He's that's he's right. QB two. Yeah. I am not surprised at all. No. I mean, Purdy. Purdy has earned the right to lose it. Yeah. He is. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's and he Trey Lance is not going to get traded. There, we've talked about it before, so I'm just going to say it real quick. There, there, right, there's I no think, value in the NFL to to give to San Francisco to get Trey Lance to move. Well, I think if a, if a team loses a quarterback early, um, that's a con, quote unquote contender, then I I think his, his value goes up exponentially. And uh, so I wouldn't say that he doesn't get traded. I would say it just all depends on who loses a quarterback. Okay. He's he's QB three for the whole entire season. He doesn't play in, a, in any other uniform, and and he'll be the emergency quarterback on game day because we have the emergency quarterback rule this year. Yeah. Doesn't count against your active. Must be on the fifty three man roster. Your player must be either, either ejected or injured, and if they come back, then they get kicked off. But yeah, it's uh, a good rule. I mean, I would say the 49ers have a good problem on their hands. Yeah, with three quarterbacks that could, you know, technically. Given the team start. Oh, I like, I mean, I like Sam Darnold. Yeah. I, I mean, I would almost say mm, Sam Darnold is a more, is definitely a more season than Brock. And I have my issue with sophomore quarterbacks in general. So, but yeah, Trey Lance is number three. So we'll see what happens. You know, we're right around the corner here. I think it starts in about three weeks. Yep. First game. So happening quickly. Um, Bob, have you ever worked for somebody? A few. You think it's a good idea to call your boss a liar? Well, I mean, I mean, once, but don't follow it up by then calling them a liar again and reiterating it. But we're, we're talking about one said James Harden moving on to basketball. Why? Why is this? Why is this a fine? I don't know. I, I didn't. I read, mean, an I, N- I mean, he's been fined by the NBA a hundred grand. Over his comments about his owner. Well, you know, we do have problems with free speech, hence uh, the political event in Atlanta today. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's not a smart move. Um, I would have probably suspended him if I had been Philly, maybe make him sit 10 or 15 games. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. I mean, you, you you want you want to hurt James Harden? You don't play him, and you cost him game checks. He seems to be kind of a, you know, I've been thinking about this. Um, could he be up there in that Kyrie Irving, Antonio Brown kind of the guy that you trade for? Hence Houston, hence Brooklyn, hence Philly, hence wherever. And then you regret it, and, and you. It becomes instantaneously regrettable. He just doesn't seem like the guy that that takes your team to the top or makes your team better. I have no As idea what the hell is going on in in, in Philadelphia. Philadelphia which, is a mess. Which which makes me very scared for the foot one of the football teams I follow, the Washington Commanders, because it's now owned by the same dude. That scares me because how do you let how do you let the seventy sixers be this dysfunctional? Well, how do you let the commanders be so dysfunctional? Well, you Dan know. Snyder. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, it all starts, generally it starts at the top and your inability to put together player personnel that are going to gel. And I think a yeah. lot of teams 
you know, LeBron started this super team thing, and it worked for a while. You know, it worked in Miami mm-hmm. to Golden State to some mm-hmm. extent. Uh, L.A. had that mm-hmm. the year they won. So the super team concept kind of took on a life of its own, but you're starting to see more and more that putting a bunch of superstars together, like the Clippers did, like Brooklyn did, it's at Philly did. It's in the long run, it just it may work in the very short term, but even now, I, I think you're starting to see in the NBA that concept of hey, you know what, let's build from within. Let's create a, a team. And that's what, you know, you see San Antonio doing. Oklahoma doing to to a, a very good extent. Philadelphia, uh, uh, rather Houston now has has moved on to that concept. But uh, Charlotte. So I, even though they've been super dysfunctional. But do you build a team that ends up every year making the conference finals, making the conference semis, not moving on further from that because it doesn't have this collection of talent? Because another team has bought into, I'm, I'm winning this year, I don't care. Well, there is that will win now um, mentality, but we'll see. Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns now. They yeah. seem to have, have created that that super team win mm-hmm. now mentality, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's going to prove more profitable as far as long-term continuity in that ability to always be playing for the finals with the way the Spurs are doing it, Oklahoma and uh, Houston to some, to some degree. Yeah. We'll find out. Oklahoma's got a really, it's going to be an interesting year. You get to see the, that that kid Holmgren, Chet Holmgren, you get to see what he's all about. Some people are saying he should be the rookie. He'll be the rookie of the year, but, but who knows? Well, I mean, I, I I think the, for me, the only thing standing between Victor and rookie of the year is the fact that he may not play enough games. That depends on, you know, like we talked about, seven-footers staying out of the injury column. Yeah, yeah. Um, though, he's, though, though he has, it looks like he's <sighs> bulked up is not the right word, but he does look a little thicker in the last week yeah. or two. Well, you know, he's he's a young kid, and we talked about these young kids growing into their bodies. And we'll see with Wimby. I, I, I think they're going to really limit Wimby's minutes because he's got no one that you mentioned a couple pods ago protecting his blind side. Yeah. You know, and, and until we get a big banger in there or somebody to kind of take the pressure off of him, you know, in the in the physicality of the mm-hmm. NBA, you know, I, I'm sure his minutes are going to be limited. Just Victor, stay away from the burritos and the gorditas. Just, <laughs> just. That's impossible. We live in San Antonio. Put put the weight on the right way, man. Hey, I, I meant to tell you, I'm, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to a, I'm not going to say an all corner, carnivore diet, but I'm, I'm pretty much taking mostly my diet now 80 percent red meat yeah you and uh russell wilson i'm gonna try it uh i've heard you know i've read i've researched it you know uh see if it takes away some of the aches the pains okay. i've i've dropped three pounds this week since i did it there you go yeah baby oh man one more last hurrah one more last hurrah uh, enough about you let's let's talk about me for a little bit okay fair enough um no but um Baseball. So we had Alien Ed in. And by the way, if you're still listening, guys, go check out some of our our old podcasts. We did an interview with George Gervin. That was a lot of fun. We had Alien Ed on. You know, it's fun to go back to our original pods where there was just a bare wall. 
So we've evolved a little bit. Hit mm-hmm. that like and subscribe and, and go back and watch our interviews with George Gerben. Mm-hmm. Um, little baseball news, though. Are you talking about the mm-hmm. alien and Well, we were talking about LA? the alien and how much he loved, uh, how much he loved um, the Rangers and they were going to win it. Houston's on a mad tear right now, and I predicted it a week ago. And Houston, it's already coming to fruition. Yeah, Houston's on a tear. The Rangers are on a slide. Though Houston did lose last night, so the Rangers are still in first place. But they narrowed the gap. One game. What is it? I think it was one it was, game now. It was three like games when we talked this time last week. Yeah, it was a half game yesterday, and now it's back up with the with the with the Andrew, with the uh, Astros loss. You've got that exciting NL race. You know, Milwaukee's winning in dramatic fashion five in a row. They're pulling away, mm-hmm. but you've got that wild card between the Cubs and the Reds and their tooth and nail. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a fun September. One of the players I'm really fascinated with, though, and of course, if he was playing for the Yankees or the Dodgers, it would just be 24-7 news. But this Ellie De La Cruz for the, for the mm-hmm. Reds, this guy is just putting up absolute crazy numbers had an inside the park home run the other day for his second uh inside the park home run this season i think the lead leader in the postmodern on the modern era is mookie wilson i believe had 15 and he had like a 17 18 year career mm-hmm. this kid's got two already would have had a third but there was an error in the same game it was a long triple but he made it home that game, mm-hmm. uh, rounded third, air scored again for another run. Two, two technically inside the park home runs. What are getting him three? He's got two this year. This kid's got, if I can remember the stat, only Barry Bonds has ten home run over ten home runs and twenty stolen bases in his rookie year. He's mm-hmm. already done that. So he's just putting up. So I had six RBIs um, the other day in one game. Okay, which no red has done in thirty or forty years, and this is all his rookie year. So he's a fun kid to watch. But yeah, the um, you know we're starting to heat up in the baseball season now. Yep, right as right as we roll into week zero of uh, college football. Yeah, Navy, Navy, and Notre Dame playing in uh, Dublin to start off the season. Bunch of stupid other games in Week Zero, and a bunch of other stupid games in Week One, ending with uh, a ranked matchup. I believe it's on uh, Labor Day, and that's the only the only game between two ranked teams. I, I hate to say it, being a lifelong Buckeye fan, but I think Michigan looks pretty tough, despite the fact you got a cheating. Head coach who's doing the self-imposed three-game suspension. No, 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 no. He didn't cheat. He just lied about what he did. You ain't, you ain't trying if you ain't cheat. I, yeah, that that whole we're gonna we're gonna suspend our coach for three games, so you don't come back and get us harder. Even though you wanted a four-game that you pulled back on, and it's it's not even a suspension. It's kind of like a we're gonna give you Saturday off. <laughs> Because he's going to coach Sunday through Friday. He's going to install everything. And they're playing cupcakes for the first three weeks. What I find interesting is the NCAA was doing four games, which meant that the last game of his suspension was Rutgers. Right. Which is an in-conference foe. Yeah. And now that Michigan has imposed their own discipline, 
oh, he's back to play Rutgers. <laughs> you know, college football, just stop your your, your bullshit rules, your bullshit recruiting violations, your bullshit you can't do this, your bullshit you can't do that, and just lean into the fact that you're semi-professional football and just go from there. Well, as much as I hate to say it, I think they'll be playing for the national championship this year. You know, you got that stud quarterback, you're getting their running back back. Yeah. Um, you know, still solid on defense. So they're going to be tough. And yep. uh, Ohio State, uh, what scares me about them right now is they haven't determined who their quarterback is. Uh, Day came out and said, you know, I thought I had one of the guys. Then the other guy comes in and does well, and then he starts sliding back, and then the other guy. And you know what that tells me? What? Neither of your quarterbacks are really that good. Yeah, fair enough. What's the What's the rule? The, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, and I don't like that that quarterback by committee. Uh, we we tried that one year; yeah. it just never works out. So, so who's the coach for Iowa State right now? Day. Okay, uh, I just I pulled I just pulled up the coaches poll, the preseason coaches poll, and apparently Ohio State got one vote for number am I, one. Am I saying that right? I'm I'm having a brain. No, it's you know you know no hey, you're, hey, right? yeah no you're absolutely right. So did 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 your coach vote for himself? One, you had one vote for number one. Was that Ryan Day? I mean, it might have been. <laughs> Maybe it was Urban Meyer. Who knows? Is Urban Meyer still part of the media? Oh, my God. So uh, That was the coach's poll, though, right? That's the coach's poll. Uh, actually, right. one number one vote in the AP Top 25. So there's a documentary just dropped on uh, Netflix, so who, who, The Untold who's, Story. Who was in the coaching poll? Who was the... Uh, Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State. Those are your top four. Makes sense. Uh, it's a little flipped for the AP top 25. Still got Georgia and Michigan, but Ohio State and Alabama are flipped. I'd probably put Michigan one, Georgia, obviously. And uh, who knows? I mean, after that. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, Georgia for and Michigan near the preseason, who the hell cares? Exactly. <laughs> so anyway. But, uh. Well, I saw the ACC's making a huge move to to pick up the remnants of the the uh, Big Twelve. Well, the Pac twelve or Pac twelve rather, Pac twelve. <sighs> That'd be uh, UCLA. Uh, Cal, 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 Stanford, Washington State, Oregon State are yeah. the last four. So they're they're making a push to to gather the remnants of. I mean, Hurricane Hillary. If if you're Stanford. Academically, there are schools in the ACC that make sense to be there with, and there are a few schools in the, the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten makes better sense. No, we'll, we'll take them. Uh, take all comers at this point. But I, I have a, I, I mean, I, I have a problem with for the money grab. You're going to sign with a conference that is has Atlantic in its in the first letter, and you're going to force those volleyball players, you're going to force those tennis players, you're going to force those baseball players to travel across the country to play conference games and matches. I got a problem with that. I have a huge problem with that. But, you know, we talked about last week, it's more about the money. You know, you got 24 seven coverage. You can watch an ACC game at 10 in the morning till 10 at night. Now that's coast to coast. I mean, and maybe that's their way of trying to compete with the, the fact that the Big Ten's going to have, you know, wall-to-wall coverage now in primetime. I mean, I get it, but we're, 
we're kowtowing to the, to the cash cow that is the football programs. And we're forgetting about the other programs and what we're doing to actual student athletes. So well, like Cindy Hopper uh, once wrote, money changes everything. Yeah, I know. I know. Bob, you want to do some trivia? Or we can do some trivia. Want, you know, I can't read. I don't have my glasses. We can't do trivia. Okay, so we can't do trivia. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to end with, I got to see a little bit of Alice Cooper on uh, Tuesday night. Alice Cooper was in San Antonio? Alice Cooper was playing at the Tobin this week. Welcome to your nightmare. That's cool. <sighs> he ended with school's out for summer, but nobody walked up to him and said, hey, Alice, just letting you know, kids are actually back in school's school. back in. But it was it was interesting. You know, I, I, I went into his library. He's actually got some pretty good songs. No, he did. He definitely does. Do you know how old he is? He looks terrible, but I'm and he's. Did you know he's a scratch golfer? Yes, I do. Yeah, uh, I would say he's probably sixty-seven. Seventy-five. No, well, he looks great. <laughs> he and, looks he looks great for an eighty-year-old. <laughs> any any rocker. Any rocker that can live his kind of life and, and still be alive, alive <laughs> and, and playing music, it's pretty freaking phenomenal. No, it was, it, it, it was, it was pretty neat. So I was a little bit backstage for some of that. That was neat. Well, man, thanks for inviting me backstage and saying, hey, Drew, uh, I can get you a uh, press pass. I couldn't get you Jack. Thanks, pal. <laughs> I couldn't get you Jack. You got me on the camera acting like I'm your, uh, you know, I'm your, 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 what do they call them? The, the, the. Guys that hold up the the high mom signs, the, the John three sixteen signs. They call them in movies. They call them something. oh the uh, best the, boys. Best boy, make me a best boy number five yeah. or something. There you go. Anybody else playing in the Tobin? I should know about Bob. Uh, Thanks. I, they have somebody coming in later later this fall. I forget who it is, but uh, no. ZZ Top is playing uh, Majestic in a couple months. Two day show. Cool. That's one of those old gigs i like to you know i'd like to see that yeah that'll be yeah they'd be kind of fun so anyway well guys we will see you next week thanks for tuning in as always hit that like and subscribe listen to us on make i don't wow sound more enthusiastic about well i don't want to be the only one listening to us on the radio when i drive to fredericksburg so listen to us on the radio we sound really good we look really good and we look so much better on the radio i look amazing on radio man (laughs) Until next week, guys. Peace out. Peace out. OH.